0: Man, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast Sunday. Yes. We we did a seven days straight, right? Week straight on the podcast tip. You know, tonight, even though last night was supposed to be a bonus episode, I'm going to consider tonight to be the bonus episode for the Red Pill Party Podcast. Once again, I am Jersey Judah, and tonight or today, or whenever you decide to listen, this will be Simp Tale Sundays. Simp Tale Sundays. And as you guys may have paid attention, throughout the weeks, I have Manosphere Mondays, uh, Tough tough Love Tuesdays, Wild Women Wednesdays, um, Anti-Thursdays, and Freestyle Fridays. So, tonight... Starting tonight, going forward, Simp Tale Sundays, it's time to really talk about (sighs) the simping days. So before we get started, let's just give people some insight on what a simp is, even though we have videos to go over to keep you guys well informed on what a simp is and why you should not be one. Okay, so simp is a slang insult for men who are seen as too intentive and submissive to women, especially out of failed hope of winning some entitled, entitled sexual attention or activity from them. The word simp is meant to troll young men for doing anything for a woman to get action he supposedly deserves. Now, I didn't come up with this. I found this on the interwebs. And a simp is essentially... So there's a scene. This is the best way to describe a simp. There's a scene from a 40-year-old virgin. right? 40-year-old virgin. And it's the guy telling uh, the main character, I forgot his name, Michael Coral or some shit, I forgot his name, the dude from The Office. He's telling him to stop putting the pussy on the pedestal. You're putting the pussy on the pedestal. He just kept saying it. And that's what a simp does. A simp puts pussy on a pedestal. So a pussy, a pussy to a simp is like worth a dozen lives. You're going to see more and more wild, out of control, out of pocket men go crazy put that girl in a chokehold, poke the bitch up. You know what I'm saying? Over these type of these type of behaviors of being a weak-minded man, a simp is one of the many types of weak-minded men. And I feel matter of fact since I'm talking about that. This is why I like about doing these episodes. I usually come up with different ideas. The many Types of weak men, I really meant to put weak minded, but I remember that one of the many types of weak minded men, the simp stands out because the simp puts the pussy and puts the women on a pedestal over him. So these women, Who, like I said before, man, doghouse-shaped bitches, refrigerator-shaped bitches, washer and dryer combo-shaped bitches, right, shed-shaped bitches, get the fuck out of here. These five and below women are getting a lot of dudes, a lot of simps, a lot of of thirsty, you know, uh, a lot of thirsty beta-buck candidates is hitting her DMs. These are the type of guys, like I said, these are the guys that self-delete. They delete their family. They delete the wife. They delete the children. These are just the superior simps. Like, nobody should be surprised, right, that Elliot Rodger was just a superior simp. He put pussy and women and sex on such a pedestal that he actually... These are and what's crazy is there are men like this, not saying to this extreme, but I mean, mentally and psychologically and emotionally, these guys have a anger towards women because they spent their entire lives simping, being nice and pedestalizing these bitches. And the only thing that happens is you get put into the end zone. And one of my things that I like to say is when it comes to the friend zone That is indeed the end zone. But the difference is, gentlemen, you're not the one scoring. (coughs) Oh, shit. I'm high as a kite. I done did a fucking dummy mission today. I'm not even going to talk about it. I just wasted a lot of valuable time today. I could have had this episode done hours ago. But what's important is I'm finally sitting in my car, 38 39 as we speak, p.m. Eastern Time, East Coast. You know what I mean? And I'm watching this dickhead drive fast in Zion. I hope he crashes, dude. Oh, please crash. That's like the ugliest car, too, Zion. Ugh. Anyway, got sidetracked. A simp is... <clears throat> he doesn't necessarily have to be physically weak. That's why I use the term weak minded. So a man who's weak minded is a man who will settle for anything available. It's a man with a scarcity mindset. Remember we talked about that earlier instead of a, uh, a, an abundance mindset for me. I don't date. I don't put myself out there. I don't give a shit. Um, I don't go to the gym. I do push-ups. Uh, if the weather was better, which hopefully, you know, the springtime can hurry up and get here, I'll be skateboarding a lot more. So the cardio and everything of that is under control. Don't eat a lot of foods. But I can never simp because I've simped. You understand? And not only did I simp... <clears throat> I've learned valuable lessons from simping, and I'm gonna be going over a few stories, nothing nothing too major. This is, you know, Simp Tale Sunday, so I will be coming with the previous tales of um, uh, uh, simpitude. You know what I mean? I was cutting the fuck up back in the day. But we're just gonna go right into the videos. We're gonna start shit off right away. God knows how many times I've attempted to record a podcast episode without my phone going off to a point where I had to turn everything off, service, internet, everything. So without further ado, we're just going to go into simp explained, all right, simp explained. What
1: is a simp? A quick Google search leads us to this definition, a man that puts himself in a subservient or submissive position under a woman in hopes of winning them over without the female bringing
0: anything to the table. Well, that right there, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, fuck what I just read. That right there. That's accurate. Let's
1: keep going. How this is true. I want to go deeper. How does a simp think? How do they act? What breeds a simp? What life experiences could ultimately belittle a man to the lowly status of a simp? These are questions I hope to answer in this video. So what differentiates a normal person from a simp? You see, a normal person usually has multiple goals and things he aspires for in life. While a normal guy may want some pussy, he has other things in his life that he strives for. A simp's only goal is pussy. A simp may convince himself that he has other goals, but his desire for female companionship is so great, his other goals are pretty much useless in the presence of this simp desire. A normal person might actually deny pussy, because he has other things to look forward to in his life. A simp will never deny pussy, a simp will drop everything (laughs) in his life for it. The sad part is that his overbearingness will actually scare off the girl that was initially attracted to the simp. They don't understand that girls can see the desperation for Coochie in their pupils. The simp might not say it outright, but his actions, degrading body language and clinginess, scream, "Can I please have Coochie?
0: Talk that shit, man! Talk that shit, man. Simp tells Sunday. Let's get it.
1: You think a woman would be attracted to a man that looks at her simple companionship like a gift from God? A simp is like a starving lion. Decrepit and weak, but as soon as it sees meat or possibilities of female companionship, he exerts all his energy in order to grab the prey. The... Lion will often fail because of how weak he has become from lack of food. It's the same for the simp. His lack of confidence and social awareness makes him too weak to grab any prey. The thought of Coochie consumes the simp. Day and night, it runs through the back of his mind. Simps also create an environment that breeds even more simps. Think about all the girls who have inflated egos because of horny simps. I've seen some bitches that look like the human equivalent of Jinx act like they are (laughs) goddesses because simps have given them a false sense of reality. If you are a woman and you give a simp just the slightest bit of attention, he will make you feel like the most beautiful woman on earth. Too much sim tree can often increase the standards of these women that simps are chasing, which in turn makes it harder for the simp to achieve his ultimate goal. The sad part is, the longer it takes for a simp to reach his goal, the more simp he becomes. This desperation for pussy clouds a simps judgment. His desire for this one thing makes him lose all sense of logic and social awareness. Here, let me give you an example. Let's say by some miracle, the simp gets a girl to go on a date with him. Maybe she's on a date with him because she's broken and has no self-worth, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is all (laughs) theoretical. The simp wants her to be his girlfriend so bad that he skips all the steps to make that happen. Instead of feeling things out, looking for signs, and escalating things slowly, the simp might express his undying love for her before they even say hi. The simp will skip steps 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and go straight to step 100. A simp's brain takes leaps in the hope that the simp will reach his ultimate goal faster. This twisted brain also makes it impossible for the simp to see a woman for what she is. The simp's thought process is so filled with thirsty thoughts that there is no room for a simp to see a woman's flaws. You can be mentally unhealthy, stupid. Maybe you poop your pants every night. As long as you appear somewhat fuckable to the simp, you are his destined love. A simp belittles himself so much that he will bend over backwards for any human companionship. It can be human companionship with someone with no redeeming qualities. The simp doesn't care, he will ignore everything for his quote-unquote love. What may appear to us as a normal, somewhat unimpressive girl is the most beautiful and intelligent goddess to a simp. A simp is willing to place any girl far above himself because of his microscopic self-worth. This applies to the opposite gender, too. Trust me, there are a lot of female simps out there. The only reason why this video is male-centric is because people usually refer to men when it comes to the simp meme, and since this is a simp-centric video, I cannot deviate from the meme. Also, if you've ever seen a codependent relationship where both of the partners excessively rely on each other for their identity and value, then that's just two simp's in a relationship together. It's not. It's not one. Of, not one of them is a simp. They're both simp's. And that's why they're like that. Let me get back on topic. If you still don't understand, let me lay out some examples of simp activity. Spending unbelievably long amounts of time with a girl in the hopes of getting action despite the obvious lack of mutual attraction. Expressing your feelings to a woman you have only seen once. Crying yourself to sleep over the girl who complimented your hair three years ago. Waiting on a girl who's in a relationship like her pussy is the equivalent of the Walmart self-checkout machine you have to wait in a line for. Masturbating to the same girl's Instagram pictures every night with the same ritualistic intent of a devout Muslim during his five daily prayers. Religiously watching Jordan Peterson lectures in the hopes that it will help you understand why you're not getting any pussy. Publicly tweeting, Masturbating in the shower sometimes makes the pain go away. These are all things simps do. The tragedy of the simp is that he thinks the reason he's not getting pussy is that he's not simping hard enough. I cry for the tormented souls that think they're not simping hard enough. The girl gets more distance, so they simp even harder, ultimately becoming an even bigger simp than they were before. This is an endless cycle of pain that only escalates the simp's suffering. For example, after a simp gets rejected, he may think the reason she rejected him was because he didn't put enough effort. He will then start simping even harder in the hopes that it will lead him to success, but it only makes things worse. This is why I call it the tragedy of the simp. This cycle of rejection that leads to even more simp may seem like it's endless, but simps are not eternal. There is a term I like to use called the awakened simp. <laughs>
0: The Awakened Simp.
1: This is the state of being a Simp achieves when he realizes his wrongdoings. This This is the Simp Lord. State comes after the Simp has endured too much self-inflicted pain. The pain of wanting coochie more than <laughs> anyone else, but never getting it. This is when a simp realizes that he needs to work on himself before he works on Pussy. This is Take the red pill when a simp starts working on increasing his self-worth Uh-oh. and confidence so Uh-oh. he doesn't belittle himself to chasing uninterested women. This is also when the simp doesn't try as hard, which ironically actually gets him more pussy. So what life experiences can turn a man into a simp? Here are some examples lack of female attention growing up with parents that belittle you simps often simp because they feel worthless that's why a healthy family environment is necessary for breeding chads a bad breakup can also turn a healthy individual into a simp this experience can be the worst because the man will focus all his simp energy onto one girl this makes it extremely hard for the simp to ever move on to other women. At least other simps are flexible. This type of simp clings so hard to one person that it makes him ignore all coochie opportunities. Now you might be asking, Juice Man, how do you know the simp so well? I'm not gonna lie guys, I used to be a simp. It all started when my third-grade girlfriend dumped me For a chad with a blue-eyes white dragon. Was my dark magician not enough for you, you fucking whore? She made me feel useless. How could I ever please a woman without a blue-eyes in my Yu-Gi-Oh deck? My confidence took a deep dive into the bottomless depths of worthlessness. After that, I willingly let women step over me. I chased uninterested women, not knowing I was better than that. This experience made me realize that everybody simps at some point in their lives. That's why simp should only be used as a verb, because simping is an action. An action that is almost inevitable. I don't think there's ever been anyone who has never caught feelings for someone that doesn't have mutual feelings. In Mm. fact, all relationships are unbalanced in terms of the levels of interest between the two. Oh, there is always some degree of simp going on in every romantic interaction. The key is to recognize when your simp levels have gone too high. A little bit of simp won't hurt, but it can very easily go overboard. When your simp levels have gone too high, that's when I can call you a simp.
2: So you're basically saying that you're just... Alright.
0: First video juice man matter of fact I want to see if I can find this video I do have my fucking internet off and my data off for a reason so people wouldn't call me but I want to find this content creator Uh, I came across this video earlier today checked out half of it didn't really check out the second half luckily I went in the house to get something to drink, some green tea, as always, Team Green Tea. You guys already know the flow. And, um, you know, good video. And I have some notes from the video. And I just want to point this out, right? The simp is not only the most weak-minded of the men, but the simps are... The top candidates, <clears throat> top candidates of the friend zone, and they are there are usually several types of guys <clears throat> that are simps within the female's uh beta orbiters. So that's uh two L's. Okay. On top of being a simp, simps are a Essentially, a special breed of men. I'm going to tell you why. Because the simps, the sluts, and the thugs are products of single mothers. All right? That's where that breaks down. And I got all these fucking... Yeah, let me turn my Wi-Fi back off. and (laughs) Fucking phone's blowing up. Any other fucking time throughout the day, I swear to God, nobody hits me up. When I start recording, I'll get messages out of the woodworks. Anyway, simps will essentially be their own downfall. They're similar to the thoughts. Like I say, they do everything for attention, but a man feels that pedestalizing a woman will validate him the possibility of smashing and being intimate. And that's that's false. Everybody knows that. But you have to remember this. The simps, before I was rudely interrupted, the simps, the sluts, and the thugs are products of single mother households. Okay? Let's just get that out of the way right now, okay? And I can prove this, actually. I can prove this. See, I'm going to prove this. See... The thugs are actually the ones with the appeal. See, women look at those thugs as appealing and attractive, right? Those thugs look at some of those women as unappealing, unattractive, problematic, and hood boogers. Even a thug nigga is gonna pull off with a White Valley girl. Even a thug nigga is pulling off with a Butter Pecan Puerto Rican. Come on now. Cut it out. But the product of a simp is almost the product of a single mother household. Because what a simp is going to do is whatever woman that he meets, he's going to submit to her. It's not going to be the other way around. He's going to be the submissive one. Therefore, the women are going to run game all over him. Going to turn that nigga into a doormat. (laughs) Going to turn that nigga into a doormat. Meanwhile, she fucking around. (laughs) She dealing with this nigga, dealing with that nigga. This nigga's at home waiting for her to come home. What the fuck is going on here? Oh, man, that's really good. Green tea. Anyway, these simps or like it's it's very difficult to describe a simp in detail look at look at your comic con type of niggas you know what i'm saying like and i fuck with i fuck with comic books and shit like that but look at those type of niggas and then think of I can't even point out like a Scarlett Johansson. Just throw that out of there. Like a Scarlett Johansson walks into a room. Those guys are going to lose their minds. You know what I mean? Those guys are going to lose their minds. You know, other guys, they're going to be like, damn, she all right. And keep walking. These dudes, they put females on a pedestal. And they're not, they're not even looking at things in a clear view. They're still blinded by the bullshit they're hearing from the media and the bullshit that a lot of these women spew when it comes to quote unquote toxic masculinity, but they'll look at a guy who's willing to um, pedestalize them and throw their life away as, Oh, that's not bad. But yeah, that's toxic masculinity. It's interesting to point out the behaviors of simps, slurs, sluts, and thoughts. That's toxic. But to be a guy who's a simp, who pedestalizes, who pays women monthly on OnlyFans, that's supposed to be like acceptable. Cool. Got it. Not participating. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the reason why a lot of men, if you look at if you if you would have if you would have split the demographic and and the, the black the black sector's growing. But like I said, me personally, I, I don't I don't um I don't participate in those, ta- uh, those type of tactics. You know what I mean? This black this, black that. You know what I mean? I'm in the manosphere. This is the red pill party, not the black red pill party. All right? So, like I said, I don't, I can never look at, how can I say this? Uh-oh. Like, all right, so if you're in a relationship with a woman, right? The things that simps do for women are essentially the things that you're seen to do with those women that you're in a relationship with. A simp is doing things in reverse. So he's doing all the romantic shit up front and he's just instantly bowing to a woman, essentially, and pedestalizing the female. And that will always be seen as unattractive because the women, the women are essentially looking for the thrill from a guy um, from a guy who's in his own world in a lot of ways by guys who won't essentially pay her any mind a guy that makes her wonder why isn't he paying attention to me well maybe I should say something maybe I shouldn't that's when you get a woman thinking like that then you're you're good when you actually pedestalize a woman you're actually displaying um, a form of weakness to that woman a form of need instantly to that woman without you even speaking or knowing the woman. That is a fine example of a simp. Um, You, you have the red pill, which is the red pill community or lifestyle, however you want to put it. I look at it in the sense of harsh realities. A lot of that, gets mixed in with the with the nature of women. A lot of that gets mixed in with self-development, realizing that you have to put in the effort to better yourself before you expect anything better out of uh, women around you. And like, you know, still, still sort of separating the self-development part from the nature of women part because if you kind of get that intertwined too much, then you'll have a lot of guys out here working out trying to better themselves just to pedestalize women in that form. And they'll just be uh, what I call uh, uh, Teddy Beta Bears. These are Teddy Beta Bears. These big guys, masculine guys, still out there pedestalizing women. Um, still out there, you know, the the woman is the goddess. The woman is Mother Earth type niggas. You know, this, this type of fuckery that I'm sure a lot of you guys are used to hearing and a lot of you guys are used to seeing, especially today. Uh, let's get into the next video. Why red pills don't work on simps. Oh, this is going to be very interesting.
2: So you're basically saying that you're just
0: dating me because I come buy. Oh, this is from a TV show. I forgot what TV show. I don't think it's Dirty Day Fiance. It, is it 90 Day? I don't think it's 90 Day Fiance. It might be. I used to be a huge fan. And if you guys want, if you guys want like firsthand. What hypergamy or what um, the position of women like from other countries coming in represent? Watch ninety day fiance because you'll have certain women that will come in from Russia, the uh, the Ukraine, and other places in Europe and all around Asia, etc. And they have such a high expectation. Even they have a high expectation. On what, not really the man, but more so America. Because she's been told by, you know, everybody that it's the land of opportunity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So she's actually coming in with super unrealistic expectations. She ends up dealing with a square, a, a guy with a fucking keg belly. Not a beer belly, a keg belly. Um, you know, receding hairline. Just every, every type of haggard, Caucasian um, male that you can think of in the United States. Common 45 to 50 year old dude brings down a 32 year old broad. Who's like pretty good looking for her age. Right. And then she in her mind looks at America as, wow, this is, there's toilets. Like, think about it. Like there's there's appliances like there's these things are not everywhere, right? So these women look at these guys as if they're gods, and they they don't take advantage of it. And what ends up happening is they let the women control them. So now these bitches out here running running them up, running around on the guy, talking shit about the guy, but the only reason that she's in that relationship is to get the validation in the country, to get the visa, and pretty much to bounce, find her escape route, and leave that nigga broken and just completely, completely destroyed. So we're gonna go back here. Let me see if I can do this properly. Yeah, we're gonna go back to the beginning of this and play this through. So you're basically saying that you're just dating me because
2: I can buy you things. Yes. I knew my family would have advised against me marrying anfisa but I still did it anyways. We've been married for six months, and... It feels
0: good. What you saying? You can hear this Weekland's voice, and I just want to give you guys a, de- a description, a quick description of this guy. He's overweight. Um... He appears to be Hispanic, but he's like one of those Hispanic looking white dudes. I don't know if you guys ever seen, like you, you, I've seen like whites, Caucasians that look Hispanic. They look Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? And I'm not even trying to be offensive. They just look Hispanic. They look, they look Puerto Rican and they're just not, they're just white people. They'll tell you, dude, I'm, I'm white. All right. All right. Cool. They look, this is how this guy looks. He's fat, out of shape. The other chick, she's not even that attractive. She's a, she's a, I call her a struggle, a struggle seven. And the reason why I call these bitches struggle sevens is because if they don't have the right makeup or if they don't draw on their face long enough, they, they easily go down to a five and a half. So I call these bitches, uh, struggle sevens (laughs) struggle sevens and You know, even in even in the scene that I can remember the clip, she's not really all that good looking, but she's better looking in comparison to the guy, meaning that she's definitely had more sexual activity than that guy. Um, She would be more attractive to a majority of men than that. than that guy would be to women if any woman would find him attractive. It's going to get messy. I, like that. Oh.
2: I hate being married to George.
3: <laughs> I think that a lot of people don't like to admit it, but everyone loves a good train wreck. If that weren't true, traffic wouldn't slow down on a freeway when there's an accident on the other side of the median. But for me, I really love watching a good disastrous relationship. I loved it when shows like Jersey Shore went on the air, even though that show was fake. I love seeing it on MTV's True Life, And I like to indulge in watching a relationship burn in the modern day. So I have a show that I've been waiting to talk about for quite a while called 90 Day Fiance. Yes. Which I think is perfect marketing from the learning.
0: This is the show, 90 Day Fiance. I advise red pill wear men. If you guys never heard of 90 Day Fiance, watch it. It will be comical. (laughs) At the very least, it will be comical. Because you'll understand why I'm telling you to watch it. You'll see how a lot of these women truly interact, Um, especially the women like I addressed earlier. They come to America thinking it's the promised land and then they go to the guy's neighborhood and it's just a regular fucking neighborhood. You know what I mean? And she's just like questioning things like, wait, I thought, no, welcome to America, bitch. Welcome to the country. And you shacked up with a beta male, 31 year old just to be in the country. These women are a goddamn fool, man. Yeah. They have
3: found a formula that literally guarantees that their relationships will be destructive and therefore interesting to watch. The premise of the show is that these couples get a visa and have their future spouse fly over to America all on their own dime. TLC pays for none of it. They don't even pay the people on the visa because it's illegal. And despite the popularity of the show, American cast members only get like $1,000 an episode. After they get their visa, they have 90 days to decide if they're going to get married or be deported. And the American partners are supposed to wonder, are they are they in it for the green card?
0: Yes, they're in it for the green card. That's the point of the show, right? So, to bounce off what he's saying, the, the show is so one-sided that you have either no choice but to laugh at the guy who's pretty much being used or feel sorry for him. There's a lot of guys who just simply they feel like they can't go without women. So what they'll do is they'll chat with a woman from the other side of the fucking planet and they'll have this connection. Everything's fine. Oh, yeah, we're going to save up. We're going to meet. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But these women are master finessers. These women will leave you and your pockets. Wasted. (laughs) Wasted. And with the law and order sound, fuck out of here, you already know, (laughs) Red Pill Party Podcast, man, it's 6.09 exactly, in the 6.09, it is 6.09 PM at this particular moment, on this Sunday, Simtel Sundays, and you know, before this guy continues to go further, like I said, the 90 Day Fiance is such a one-sided ordeal. It's a show that involves usually a weak minded man, a simp that we're speaking on, the simps, and their lust and their desire for connection. They're willing to talk to a bitch from the Ukraine or from Denmark and she's coming down, but she's bad as fuck, right? These are bad bitches. Bad bitches. So you already know where the narrative is going. Like, yeah, nigga, you're about to be finessed. You're about to be left with nothing. She's about to have citizenship under your name, and it's a done deal for you. Tango down! Dunsky. Dunsky. All of them are.
3: I mean, they aren't even getting paid for the show. Why would you even have to ask that? We get it, though. You can't afford a high-status partner from America... So you're rummaging through the discount bin from another country to see if you can get a good deal on a spouse. I mean, this show is so transparent on that point that you can tell who the foreigner is just by looking at the couples. So guys, let's play a game in the comment section. I'm going to show you a few pictures of couples and you tell me your answers of which partner you think is a foreigner.
0: All right, let's Let's try the first
3: couple. Who is on a visa? To cam girl from Russia.
2: I expect him to pay for all that. No more shoes, more
0: bags, more on a car. There has to be a limit. This... God! Yo, this, this simp is getting crucified on national television. This nigga is getting castrated on national TV. So, this woman goes shopping, right? And this guy had the nerve to say... I can take you shopping. You know how simps are. See, a simp... A simp is not as tactical as you may think. A simp is just a nigga who will offer some bread. They offer money right away. Oh, you want to go here? You want to go there? They're willing to pay off top. They have that submissive spirit. And that submissive spirit is unattractive to the succubus. To the modern-day whorehound and the modern-day women. So... What ends up happening is, this bitch comes in to the store wanting everything. Now this bitch is talking about wanting a car. This bitch is trying to run this nigga off the earth. Jesus Christ! Ten thousand
2: dollars. Don't make me laugh. Then I guess I don't get. Be reasonable. reasonable.
3: What about price point? What are you comfortable with? Uh, what is your most expensive dress? Um, our most expensive dress would be forty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> you keep wanting more and more. Like when is the end? No after you want some you're gonna want something else. And after you get that you're gonna want something else. Yeah. Like there's never gonna be an end to it. Now after seeing Tango down Know
3: this, you might ask, why would George put up with her? She's not attractive and she's definitely not worth $10,000 a month. Bingo. I mean, if she was like a 10, I could see why George wouldn't just kick her to the curb. So really, none of this makes sense. But then, I found something that better explained this situation, and to so the handful of women watching this, you should pay close attention. This is how ugly plastic surgery makes you look. Take a look at these before and after photos. I, On the left, we see a to pre-plastic surgery, him. and so the, if you were to would give her money, would that absolve him of his crimes? This is a and we ended up. Sorry, guys. We, outside had to go, of that.
0: we had to go through most of the pictures. I just wanted to show you clips on how these women act and how these men react. That's just an attention thing, I feel
2: like. I'm pulling over. Why
0: did you leave? Do- Tell me you're gonna come what do you want? Oh, he left the bitch?
2: She's calling me up and texting me. He left? I'm trying to FaceTime me and see where I'm at and he trying he... to control every move that I do. He left? Hello? <laughs> What's the problem? You were going out and
1: you are coming back! What? He he off
2: <laughs> You're right
0: what are you doing? you back. back. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> he pulled, <laughs> yo, I think, yo, I think he pulled off on the bitch. I think he pulled off on her. Congratulations, man. I have to go through all the time. What is
2: the problem? <laughs> I am coming back. You can't lie to me. I am coming back. <laughs> <laughs> off on her. Because I think I deserve more than 50%, no matter when we divorce. I think I deserve everything.
0: And- See? This is the bitch. This is a bitch. From Kazakhstan, bitch. Man, this this is a bitch from from fucking from Iran, bitch. Fuck out of here. Came in, she 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 thought she had a target. These women they think they have targets. They, they they think that they're well-aimed marksmen, but they're failures. See the problem with women and their attraction is most of their attraction is in fact their weakness and their toxic. (laughs) Any attraction that they have, for instance, brought this up earlier, the thugs, right? The thugs are actually raised to be quote unquote independent because they don't have fathers, right? So they they turn to the streets and find um, a variation of masculinity that is feasible and payable when it comes to bitches giving the twat up. They giving up the twat, so a thug, right, is sort of positioned to have to find his independence, or he's positioned to have to find his masculinity. While the women, they feel that they have to be the they have to be dependent, independent at all costs knowing damn well they being dependent on the fucking government and the government programs. That's the truth. Nobody want to talk about that, but these are the stronger independent, aka problematic at best. He's not going
2: to take it from me. She doesn't want to take on debt, but then yet spends my money. So what? I'm not going to screw myself over just because you, you want to be happy. Oh a green... Ooh to certain things. Nothing I think you're too immature to to know this.
0: Ooh. What, she slap him? Oh, so no. what, don't smile at me like that?
2: I'm telling you, it's tell not.
0: Tell
2: me what? Huh, I'm telling you that you it's. Tell me what?
3: Now you can talk all about how they edit reality TV.
2: Most of you probably know me from a reality TV show and I'm sure you know that these kind of shows are heavily edited.
3: But no matter how they edit this show, if I was in a relationship with her and she broke two of my phones, did a factory reset on my phone because she was mad, screamed now at me, keyed my car, or hit me, if she did just one of those things, then the relationship would be over. See, me?
0: See, like, this is the reason why I'm single, man. This is the reason why I will probably remain single and be cool with it. Because I'm not trying to get into a situation where a bitch just feels out of pocket and just wants to slap, put her hands on a nigga, break the phone, and do all type of destructive shit. I ain't playing around with that bitch. She better back the fuck up. Hit her with that combo breaker. Perfect. Hit her with that. Hi, again. Perfect. Hi, Ogan. Hi, again. Perfect. Hi, again. Perfect. Hi again. perfect. All uppercuts. You going to jail now? Y'all niggas know what I'm talking about. That type of uppercut. Y'all saw that connect? That perfect uppercut? That. Mwah. Took her ass back. Sat her ass down. And, 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 and picked her up and threw her off the bus. That's how you're supposed to handle these animals. (laughs) See, cause we've reached a point as men where emasculation is inevitable. These men today openly sign themselves up to be castrated by the feminazis. These male feminist soy boys participate in the same fuckery to try to get you canceled and try to get you taken down and try to get your speech censored. These are the same individuals who talk about free speech, who talk about freedom of speech and the star-spangled banner and all this other bullshit and etc. When it comes down to it, the same people who talk all that shit, right? The same people who talk all the shit, when the criticism goes back to them, right? When people actually turn around and question what they do, all of a sudden it becomes a problem. Uh Uh-oh. When most of these women see, like, you got to really look at it three-dimensional. When a woman says something like, niggas ain't shit. Or let's say a black woman says niggas ain't shit. Let's break down her possible options. Who does she have? A bunch of simps? A bunch of old niggas that she's currently smashed? Or niggas that she she gets pumped and dumped by weekly? And she considers that to be success. She considers that to... Uh, being sexually liberated and being free by the Feminazi society. Get the fuck out of here. We ain't playing all that. A hoe's a hoe. If a woman just admits that she's a hoe, like Brittany Renner is one of these examples, right? Where in the beginning, she says straight up, um, she's a hoe, right? And on top of being a hoe, um... She's talking about finessing niggas, doing this, doing that. Um, uh, Pro athletes are the dumbest when it comes to you know condoms and all that shit. She was saying all this shit, right? But she was being one hundred percent. Now, I'm not gonna validate that and say that 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 that's acceptable. But at least she's she's being upfront about being a hoe. You know what I mean? Y'all all all need to get together. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to get together. Go together, get together, stay in one spot, right? And just let our heavenly father come now and obliterate all you skanks. Be your son. Just get rid of all of them. You know what I mean? Because essentially, if you're not running into foddery, you're running into problematic at best, excuse me, I mean.
2: Yeah.
0: So if you're not dealing with thoughts, you're dealing with independent women. That's what today's standard is as a man, and I figured it out. It was like a cheat code. Once I accessed it, once I once my mind thought to that point where it's like, all right. So if I'm looking for a family, I gotta fuck a bitch twenty five and older. The bitch is twenty five and older. They're either currently on the cock carousel or they're already single mothers going forward. Now, on the opposite end, the independent women, the career driven women, the women who are essentially my age, I'm not gonna find them appealing because they're not gonna be available all the time. And their their chances of having their chances of having a healthy child while they remain healthy is also A problem that will instantly kick in and it's not that i'm in a rush to have children it's just when that time comes it would it would be nice to know that there's there's candidates out there women who can who could possibly qualify but we're talking about modern day women we're talking about simping the simps and guys like this dude right you have to look at it like this so like I like the dude said and like I said she's a struggle seven, and like he said he's not she's not even really a seven she's more of like a five right, and she comes in wanting ten thousand dollar allowance she, so so if you think about it if if this woman is still in this country today she's definitely on OnlyFans she's talking about ten thousand dollar allowance if she's on OnlyFans now showing her tits she may get twenty thousand. <laughs> 15 the least. you know these thirsty ass beta males you know these simp lords these simp soy boys are out here lapping it up you know what i mean these basic garbage can shaped bitches dog shed shaped bitches um fucking refrigerator uh conventional oven shaped bitches you know what i'm saying mac truck grill shaped bitches and 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 they don't they don't care They don't care at all. These guys are simps. Essentially, these guys are failures. Most red pill men have simped. We are reformed simps. We are, for the most part, reformed betas. Whether alphas want to talk about, and these are costume alphas, not everybody. I'm not speaking on everybody. But There's certain guys who just say, yeah, they're alpha. They never did this and that. And then later on down the line, they say, well, here's the tale on what I sent back in the day. Like, come on, nigga. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, should we play the rest of this or should we just go to this last one? Because I want to explain a couple details myself. But let's continue.
3: However, editing didn't make it seem like she did that. She actually did those things. Now on the topic of Anfisa's recent behavior, since her husband was arrested for driving with nearly 300 pounds of weed in his car, (laughs) she has lost weight and allowed her Botox to wear off, which raises her number back up a little bit. Curious though, she says she hates being married to George, and as soon as he is gone in prison, she starts making herself look more attractive. I'm sure you guys know what she's planning to do, Uh especially considering they have already been married long enough for her to still get permanent residency, even if they get a divorce all the while being supportive of George during his time of need. Anfisa is weighing her options. Should she stay with George, or leave him? Judging by her recent decision to become a competitive bodybuilder, it looks like she wants to leave him. But her actions support both games, whether she is trying to monkey branch or not. Tom Laikas would call this investing for the future. Women will pay for a few dates up front to rope you in, and then, once you're hooked, expect you to pay for absolutely everything. She spends $200 on a few dates, and then gets tens of thousands of dollars spent on dates in return. If you try to call her out on it, she will just refer it back to the beginning of the relationship and say, Oh, I'm a gold digger? Don't you remember that one time when I paid for a date three years ago? If George is the best on Anfisa can get, then any time he calls her a gold digger, she can just bring up the fact that she was nice to him while he was in prison and rope him back in. She will use that as blackmail on him for years. She might even throw in the, I do everything
0: for you, and you do nothing for me, please. That's gaslighting, gentlemen, to an extent. Gaslighting, is. this is where women, some of the more attractive women, they gaslight. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not trying to say all attractive women gaslight men, but for the most part, they do. And the reason why is because their experiences with other weak minded simps, they they actually want to test how you're going to react to their demands that they would have for the beta male orbiters that are in her circle. Once you defy that or once you simply set the rules straight or set the record straight, you're going to have more of the opposite response going forward, because that's how a lot of women are. Women women try to come in and that's this is their problem. They're bad at negotiation. <laughs> women are like they're so bad at negotiation that it should be illegal. <laughs> These women should be locked up for their lack of negotiation skills. They can't negotiate. It's always controversy. There's always an argument. There's always um, name calling. Women, women want to go into that route, and she does that. Like I said, she knows to do that with the guys who simply accept it. They won't even point it out. They won't even. They don't even question it. And that's how she knows. Okay, this guy's an orbiter, and he puts. She puts that nigga in the category with the other guys in her in her little pre-selection you know what i mean in her orbit you dig jay
3: just because someone was nice in the past and paid for something doesn't mean you are currently exchanging equivalent value that's like paying a contractor for one job and then expecting him to do all of his future jobs for free Now, if Anfisa goes the other way, decides she wants to leave George, and that causes her legal issues, then she can point out that she cared for him when he was in jail, so she didn't just marry him to get a green card. This is all her playing the game. She's already shown us who she is, and that kind of person doesn't magically flip into a saint in two years' time, particularly when there's no benefit in doing that. So why is George putting up with this? Why won't he just leave her? Why didn't he leave Anfisa during the show? It's not like he wasn't warned about her behavior.
0: Honestly, I believe that she thought she was coming here to the U.S. And that I, you yeah, were going I to think... give her every single thing that she asked for. Yeah. But... That's what happens when you pay for somebody to spread their leg. <laughs> we got to bring that back. Oh, my God. Is that the mother? No, not Mama Dukes. Mama Dukes snapping on you currently exchanging equivalent value. That's
3: like paying a contractor for one job the and then expecting back. him to do all of his future jobs for free. <coughs> now, if Anfisa goes the other way, oh decides she wants to leave George, and that causes her legal issues, then she can point out that she cared for him when he was in jail, so she didn't just marry him to get a green card. This is all her playing the game. She's already shown us who she is, and that kind of person doesn't magically flip into a saint in two years' time, particularly when there's no benefit in doing that. So why is George putting up with this?
0: Why won't he just leave her? Why didn't he leave on during the snap. show? It's not like he wasn't. Yo, the mother is about to snap, okay? Honestly, I believe that she thought she was coming here to the US and that you were going to think... give her every single thing that she asked for.
2: Yeah. So but... That's what
0: happens when you pay for somebody to spread their legs. Yeah.
2: I knew my family would have advised against me marrying Aunt Lisa, but I still did it anyways. People have told him how this
3: whole thing is going to play out, and he is not unaware of his situation. So I want you guys to pay close attention because when you see a guy like maybe one of your friends walking right into an obvious Simplored. trap, this is why. Simplored. I want you to think of George like a heroin
0: addict. Oh my god. If someone
3: is addicted to heroin, oh my god it doesn't matter how many times oh you tell them it's uh, bad for them, they are still going to do heroin. Oh my god George is an addict. Ooh. Ooh. Ew. He's repeating a destructive behavior despite the negative consequences. Why? Because he likes being stepped
2: on by women. Oh. And she's just very controlling. Um, She likes to be bossy. Um, And I kind of like that. I kind of like her firmness of...
0: uh... This, ladies and gentlemen, is a simp. What you just heard was words of a simp. A man who is willing to pedestalize a woman is a man who is willing to be told constantly what to be done, what needs to be done by a woman. A guy who needs instructions by a woman is indeed a woman himself. There's no difference between a beta man and a smut. They're chasing this hope and dream idea of attention validation and gratification from the opposite sex now the thoughts do that but they've been very masterful when it comes to getting the bag so all of the money that they get and clout coins as well and also clout coins um she uses that to say i'm better than men or i'm independent because i make my own money but your money comes from weak-minded simps and betas. That's just the goddamn truth.
2: Uh, you know, her standing her ground, but I'll also stand my ground too. So, you know, that, that's where conflict comes into play. Believe it or not, there are actually a lot of rich
3: guys who are into this. There's a really interesting episode of Joe Rogan with Sierra Lynch where she talks about how guys would pay her so they could watch her waste their money shopping online.
0: I don't know what that's called, but those niggas are sick.
3: Understandably, some of your more normal friends may not be into the subdom culture, but it's still a variant of this. If you know someone who is in a terrible relationship, and they stay with that partner, they are doing it because they're an addict. We measure addiction by negative consequence, and there are all kinds of bad things that can happen to you when you're in a relationship with an abusive partner like Anfisa. Now, of course... If you see a friend in danger, then as a good friend, you can warn them. You would be a terrible friend if you saw your friend walking towards a cliff and didn't try to stop him.
0: Now, there's situations like this that happen all the time, right? And I've talked about this before on this podcast where there were situations where I've seen uh, my friend possibly make some dumb decisions. When it came to not women but his way of dealing with women right and i gave him a little bit of game a little bit of advice he went along with that and he ended up being in a relationship with the woman okay but apparently later on down the line he was talking about how crazy she was and she didn't want him smoking weed she didn't want him drinking she didn't want him spending all of the money and she needed money and etc <laughs> Luckily he pulled the plug, shout out to him, you know, keep pulling the plug, disconnect from these females. If these females aren't uh, compatible or, or if these females can't um, adapt to rules and regularities, there's no real reason to uh, really communicate with a lot of these women. That's just the truth. This isn't every woman, but it's becoming a large, It's it's a growing mindset. It's not really a particular woman in general. It's that particular mindset by the feminazis that promote this free sex, free love, you know, you don't have to worry about the consequences uh, type of ordeal. And these bitches end up broken, bitter, and miserable at the end of the day. Wasted. Completely wasted.
3: You can give him the tools to avoid the negative consequences, but... If he ignores your warnings, then the only thing you can do is let his addictive behavior cause him to fall. And that might mean some pretty disastrous things. It might mean jail. It might mean losing half of his stuff. It might mean paying five years of alimony. It might mean paying 18 years for a kid that's not his. It might mean becoming homeless. Oh, well, that's what he's chosen. And if you try to get in the way of his failure, you will only make it worse. For example, let's say you have a family member who is an alcoholic and they lose their home. You say, no problem, just come live with me. By doing that, you have just removed the consequences of their bad decisions, so instead of saying, wow, I see the errors in my ways, they're going to say, great, I don't have to pay rent
0: anymore so I can afford to drink. That right there, by the way, is a clear example of modern women's behaviors. So any bad decisions that a modern woman makes it's always covered up and it's always brushed off, right? And it's never, it's never seen for some reason. You understand? Like, it's covered up very well. But a guy is expected to come into the game flawless. You know, he's supposed to have the experience with women, but he's not supposed to be seen as attractive to women at the same time especially when you get into relationships with a lot of uh, possessive women. There's a lot of women that I would consider possessive. Although I don't think much of that exists anymore, but because even that involved some form of intimacy. It wasn't really, it wasn't this connection due to money. It was connection due to company. So a lot of women were like easily attached to a guy. So like the, the I, I can remember a relationship when I was getting out of high school and I was with this chick for like on and off like two and a half years. Well, not two and a half, year and a half. You know what I mean? And it was this thing every weekend when I graduated because she was a year under me. When I graduated I was just kinda chilling. I wasn't doing shit. I didn't do shit for like two years, bro. I was one of those niggas that wasn't doing shit, wasn't shit. I was at a I was at a point where there was a chance where uh I probably wouldn't have became shit if I continued to go that path. But I always talk about it. During those times I was I was getting the most I was getting the most options when it came to women. To be fair, I mean, it's fucked up to say now, you know, I have something going for myself and I don't even really focus much on a lot of these women. Because to me, it seems like everything is completely the opposite. So the old women, the old women try to settle down, but it's too late for them to really start families. Or they already have children and guys aren't willing to settle down and be fathers to, to children that's not theirs. And then on top of that, these are the so-called uh, strong and independent women. But the simps don't care. They, they go through all of that shit. The simps are the number one stepdaddies. You know, I'm not talking ill about every stepfather, but a lot of you simps out there are just certified stepfathers. Y'all need to wear that, okay? Y'all need to wear that shit. Think we have the rest of this. Matter of fact, fuck it. This is Simp Tale Sundays. And I didn't just go on here to play clips and you know react to these videos. I really wanted to talk about my personal simp tale, maybe even two, at this particular time. What is it? Six forty. We're close to like what? Hour and ten. Hour and nine. I'm close. I was one minute off. Hour and nine minutes ten. Close to an hour and ten now. But uh, yeah, I. I I believe that these conversations are necessary and it should be like a a simp tale challenge where every man of the manosphere tells their story of when they simped, when they genuinely simped as a man, when they genuinely submitted, didn't realize that they submitted, but they have submitted towards women who did not take that uh, with kindness and consideration. Let's just say I remember and man where can I start? All right, so this this was before matter of fact this is even better cuz this was before I met that I met that girlfriend from high school. So I was in 11th grade or no, I was in I was a senior. I was a senior. 2006, I was a senior. And you know, for the most part I kinda kept to myself. I had a, I had a good circle of people that I communicated with, but not all of those people were friends. So I had like different people from like different cliques, if you will, that I kinda communicated with. And um, 12th grade, well, 11th grade, that's when I started really, you know, putting in the effort and trying to pull these bitches, but I didn't really simp you know what I mean? And a lot of a lot of women, when I started doing that, other women noticed and started approaching me. So it was kind of like, you know, old school, high school years, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> there was this one chick, I don't even want to say her name. There was this one chick, right? Attractive chick, she used to always, she used to always like, uh, she would always flirt with me but she would hang out with these like lesbian chicks. So I always thought she was like, you know, she was she was that way. But she would always flirt with me and shit. So I remember I pushed up on her one day. You know, not in that way, but you guys know what I mean. And, you know, she was receptive at it at first. And then like the next day, she she started she started playing the push and pull game. I didn't realize that. I was too young. Even as a senior, I was too young, man. And I graduated seventeen, so I was young as fuck, bro. I didn't have any of that any of that game, any of that knowledge. At that age, at that particular time of my life. I was just at that point smoking weed, skateboarding, plan on doing the same thing once I graduated, bro. That was that was just what I was doing. So she started pulling away. So I said, Fuck it. There was another chick Actually, no. It was, it was pretty much my ex, that I started talking to at that time, and uh, yeah, we just hit it off, and so she was mad, sour about it. The whole relationship, even after I graduated, I remember this bitch coming to my house at like twelve thirty one o'clock because she had a co op, where she would uh, she would leave she would have a job that she would leave at during the senior year because it was a vocational school and she would go to her job and the school would let that happen. They'll sign off. But she would, she would put two hours earlier cause then she would, she would come to my crib before she would go to work, you know, smash, whatever. It was mostly like watch TV and shit. It wasn't really, and it wasn't cause she was a bad leg cause she was actually, she was actually one of the, I would consider her to be one of the better women that I've dealt with. You know what I mean? Because she wasn't as problematic. But my set years before all that was with the one John. It was during gym class. And uh, I think I already had her number. Back in the day, niggas just had each other's numbers. Like, you just had. you had everybody's number. Everybody was texting each other during during class and all that shit. Niggas had the sidekicks. Whoo! Y'all niggas don't know about the sidekicks. Niggas had the sidekicks and whatnot. And, um, you know, Galaxy, I think, did a Galaxy even? I think the Galaxy didn't come out to like 07 or some shit. But um, there wasn't really that many hot phones. I had a razor just to let y'all niggas. <laughs> I had, I remember this because... I had a razor and the my bitch ended up buying the same phone and I stopped talking to her for a week. That's how petty I was back in those days. Like, yo, bitch, you bought my, you bought the same phone I bought. Like, yeah, you jacking. Like I ain't talked to her for like a week. You know what I mean? I was a dickhead back in those days for no reason. I think the reason why I get a lot of, a lot of just bad reception is just my new way of, my new way of talking and my new way of, Displaying shit, I'm, I'm just being 100% transparent. So, my simp, from me simping came a relationship. That's just how life worked at that particular time period in high school where I was really feeling this one, John, but then she was playing some push and pull game that I didn't even know, hot and cold shit, that I wasn't even aware of, so I just said, fuck it, and backed off. You know what I mean? Because I thought the bitch was just crazy at that point. I thought she was just bipolar. At that point, I was just like, all right, cool. Next. You know what I mean? But everybody simps. It's just... The thing about simping, right? And like... Telling a woman that she's attractive... Isn't necessarily simping, but it's also not necessarily a good thing either. Because if a woman's attractive, best in belief, she knows it. Okay? Especially if she dolled herself up, she got her clown makeup on, she's ready to hit the circuit, I mean, the, the runway. You know what I mean? And going further into like the red pill knowledge and self development. It is what people will, will will refer to killing the inner beta, right? And it's this idea, and it's this Disney dynamic, and it's this like dream dynamic, where you find the woman of your dreams, you find that magical unicorn, you're able to settle down, you're you're able to have healthy, beautiful kids, especially in this fucked up, struggling economy. Everything's gonna be just fine, and that's just not the case and it has nothing to really do with the economy but that's just something i wanted to throw in there but what i'm saying is the interaction of men and women as the last video juice man said it's women who want certain possessions from men or certain means of possessions housing um pampering of gifts uh, long-term relationship, flowers, long-term relationships, uh, jewelry, um, eventually the ring, correct? Men want stability. Men want presentable. Men want um, reasonable women. The problem with women is they don't want reasonable men. They're beyond, they feel that they are beyond the reasonable man. So their mindset and their egos are so inflated that the next best thing that they can think of is the high value man. Right. And see, you have to really break this shit down to a science because these women just are wishing on a star. They're not really, they're not really doing anything to try to obtain the high-valued man. It's just their expectations. So the next best thing that these bitches can say that they want is a high value man. And if they don't get that man, then men are this, men are that. Men cheat. Men sleep around. And they're only talking about the 10 to 20%. Most of the time, like I've always addressed, and I'm going to address it again, the 80% of men out there are indeed invisible. <laughs> But, as I addressed in the last episode, you have the 25% of the 80. The 25% of that 80% are the men who are actually putting in the effort. It's the men who are actually putting in the work and trying to better themselves for themselves. Or, in all actuality, it could be men trying to better themselves for women. But it's guys who refuse to be on the outskirts. A lot of guys, a lot of Sigma males don't really mind it because we don't necessarily bother in real long-term relationships, especially when it comes to modern women. It has nothing to do with relationships itself. A lot of us would rather be in relationships. A lot of us would rather be in uh, marriages. A lot of us would rather be uh, with with families, but we're dealing with harsh realities coming forward with a lot of these High expectation slash low value women. So when a simp, or when you as a man simp, you've you've lowered your value as a man, in hopes to gain attention or acceptance from a female and from that feminine energy, but you are coming in with that same feminine energy that you want back from a woman. Things don't work out that way. In fact, you actually get problematic, aggressive, uh, German Shepherd, uh, Rottweiler pups responding to you. We don't play around with them. They're too destructive. We don't promote shooting women or animals on this show. I just want to address that. Um, With simping, when you simp as a man, like I said, you lower your self-value. So you don't become or you don't appear to be a valuable man to a woman. Because that woman may have been with men who appear to be more masculine than you in the way that they have came across is entirely different than you just pedestalizing and you courtshipping. And see, courting women, for example, courting and chivalry are completely dead. It should be dead. And I'm gonna tell you why. If you are a man who was raised to be a man, then you understand the door analogy. You open the door for any fucking body. So it doesn't matter who's behind you. It's it's just courtesy, common courtesy. Most of us, I think, believe it or not, most of us men, black, whoever, were raised with just that principle alone, right? That doesn't count as quote unquote simping and, you know, all that other shit. When you. Do these things and you expect something in return. That's when it gets dicey. When you walk across the street and you see a woman walking across the street. And you smile and you say hello to her. And sometimes she'll smile back or sometimes she'll say hello and keep walking. Sometimes she'll smile and she'll say hello and keep walking, right? That's cool, right? Not bad. But if you're a guy and you walk across and you see every woman and you just want to walk across them and talk to them and they may not want to talk to you back and you feel angry because of that or you feel that you should be entitled, you have that Elliot Rogers swag. <laughs> you know, there's a problem with that. You need to be dealt with. I always said, if Elliot Roger if the situation in that involved somebody like Elliot Rodger would have took place in Texas, that nigga wouldn't even stood a chance, bro. They would have served him. They would have shot his ass quickly. By the time he pulled out the first gun, because he stabbed two of his roommates, brutally stabbed two of his roommates, before he went on his little shooting spree. By the time he went out of the house and pulled a gun out, somebody would have already shot him. He would have already got tagged in places like Texas, Little Rock, you know, Arkansas. There's documentaries about Little Rock. And niggas was talking shit like, oh yeah, places up there, you know, the boondocks. Them niggas out there, they shoot niggas. It's kill or be killed out there. It's rough every fucking word, you know what I mean? Little Rock, Chicago, Milwaukee, um, Detroit, Camden, Trenton, Newark, East Orange, Jersey City. You know what I mean? It's a lot of activity that goes on everywhere, really. But I'm just pointing out the the headliners. You know what I mean? The headliners, the main eventers, niggas that know when the, when you hear those cities, niggas know. Like you know what I mean? When it came to Jersey, I've been in all those parts, just on some casual shit. Not to even, not to say it, that it, not it's not to sound cool, cause it ain't cool. But I'm just saying, I've been out in those places and I see, I've seen how hectic shit can get. Don't matter where you at, places you least expect. That's like when people, like I remember growing up and seeing like niggas that live in Cali, for example, right? And I'm getting off topic, but who the fuck cares? I when I was growing up and I I seen niggas live in Cali and I seen like the hoods like these are where the niggas is at like this is the turf like you know what I mean like they're like nice property bro like it's well kept property and I'm not saying that to be disrespectful it's just it's crazy cause any person on the outside who's not aware of their environment psh, them niggas is going into an ambush if they are not aware of where they at. In certain places. Certain places you can't even just drive into. Without being verified. If niggas see your car. Oh oh, that's such and such. Alright. If it's a car they don't know. They already ready. They, They locked and loaded. You know what I mean? It's rough everywhere. That's why these simps. See these simps. Like I said, their only option now is just to go postal. Most of these simps have already reached that that limit. It doesn't end with Elliot Rodger. I forgot. I can point out the other guys, but that's not what I'm trying to do. It's not about me going after incels or going after any real group of men. The simps, you guys need to hear this because, hey, we've all simped. But phew, your time has come. You've reached. You've reached. You've reached the correct destination to kill the inner beta and to get rid of the inner simp. Yes. And to you funky ass bitches out there talking that shit, I want the pastor to say something to y'all real quick. Y'all need to quit talking about other folk and start practicing getting your shit. Getting your stuff together. All right, so everybody has sent. I think it's funny because I've heard people Black content creators that say that black men are the biggest simps. And I think that's false. But what I will say is black men are like the number one men who pedestalize the wrong women. We put the wrong women in that position to be productive and be worthy partners. And that's just the truth. Now, I've always been a person who don't believe in that whole black love shit. I think love is. Love doesn't, doesn't go along with color and love is love has preferences and all that. But if you're just comparing your one experience to a lifetime that everybody should have with, come on, that's different. So for me, I'm more realistic. So like black men, what we do is we just get, we pedestalize the flesh and we ignore the spirit. I'm gonna say that again. We pedestalize the flesh, we pedestalize the look, we pedestalize the sex appeal, but we do not pedestalize the Jezebel spirit. We do not pedestalize the whore of Babylon spirit. And that becomes our biggest downfall. Now, luckily, like I've always said, I've been blessed to not have children with any of these hood boogers. So like I said, I've been very blessed by the heavenly father above. And I thank God for that every day because I could always be in a situation where I can be dealing with some loud ass kid, that's mine, I have to be honest, with a bitch I can't stand. And the good thing about my life, just thinking about it is me coming up and me doing the work that I'm doing, this is just all me. This is, this is all me, you know, this isn't, this isn't um, collaborations with anybody. There's no side projects with anybody. There's no uh, relationships with anybody that I have to really be concerned with. It's about my progress going forward. What do I need to do to continue doing what I'm doing and to be able to be comfortable in that position is even, even more of a bonus. So, me simping for women today is highly unlikely. Now, for me to say that a woman's attractive and a woman's bad and I'll fuck the shit out of that woman, is that simping? That's bo- yeah, that's borderline simping. I'll say that. It's borderline simping. You know what I mean? I got a friend. He simps a lot. You know what I mean? I have to pull him aside tell him, listen, cool it. You know what I mean? And this is like niggas be out in the public. You know what I mean? In, 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 in public surroundings, in malls and shit, in bars. You know what I'm saying? Mostly bars. It's my, my good old drinking buddy. I haven't heard from him in a minute. Shout out to him. Got to catch up with him sooner or later. Throw back a couple cool ones. It's been a minute, man. Like I said, I've pretty much been spending most of my time podcasting, uh working, Today, I had to work, but it was extra money, so I said, fuck it, why not? Besides, man, um, if you're going to waste time doing anything, you might as well chase a bag because a bitch ain't going to do much but take your money. And that's the goddamn truth. Um, like I said, I've been just grinding, working, and uh, trying to get the podcast and shit together, uh, really trying to focus this time around more specifically on the YouTube channel, which is New Age Traditionalism. I have the manosphere Monday episode from, I think last week from last week, I believe on the YouTube channel. So if you guys get a chance, go up there, check it out. You may have heard the episode already, but I'm trying to get the audience to bounce back and forth and hopefully be able to create an interactive network, but we'll see how things go in the near future. Other than that, man, there's not really much more to talk about. There are actually a couple things that I still want to discuss. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to do that now because I'll be able to come up with a reasonable topic tomorrow. Um, there's too many types. There are there are many types of weak-minded men. Now, we already mentioned the simps. The simps are the lowest, or depending on how you look at it, they're the highest. And this is what I mean. Because the simps pedestalize women so much, they're constantly around certain women. So an outsider's point of view, you may say, damn, that, that dude has game. He's always around that chick. He's always spitting game. But in all actuality, he's pretty much taking orders from the woman. This is what happens when you, as a man, you lower your value and you lower your self-worth around women. And the women pick up on that energy and they're just not feeling the vibes. Okay. So there's many types of weak minded men. So the same are the highest. So another weak minded man could simply be black pill. And I hate to say it, but I'm just going to point it out. Black pill are the main focus of what a weak minded man is. You have the red pill awareness. You guys know what's going on. You guys are not really able to take the next the next best steps and do things on your own. You just want to sit back and complain, and because of that, you're going to get the same exact results. And it shouldn't surprise you, but you guys will do a video about it any fucking way. And these weak minded men are what aid simp's or these guys were simp's till they finally realize that that doesn't work. But instead of focusing on themselves and more or less self-development and understanding their self-worth, they'll just shut down and they'll just say, fuck it. The dating market's what it is. So I'm just going to be who I am. And keep in mind, this is the same attitude as certain red pill Sigma males like myself. The game is the way that it is. So therefore I'm going to be the way that I am. But my by me saying that i'm putting in the time and the effort and i'm bettering myself in the process i'm not sitting back and complaining i'm pointing out a lot of this shit that's going on and yeah we're using examples of content creators and we're talking about tv shows like 90 day fiance but a lot of these shows and content creators are prime examples and they display prime examples of what's going on and like i said the red pill party podcast originally in which i'm making it a thing now is to point out a lot of the good videos and good content out there on youtube and at the same time give you guys a little bit of information on these simp now i'm not gonna leave i was trying to push this along (laughs) i was trying to push this shit along as much as possible right i was trying to push this as long as much as possible but I do have to end with a tell myself. So, 2019, not, not even that long ago, fellas. 2019, I was working, doing what I was doing, what I'm doing now, just at another location making a lot less money. Let's just say that. And it wasn't really a great time. And I just remembered my day-to-day life being just depressing because I'm waking up at, at a time. I don't want to wake up to go to a place, a town that I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to and to deal with people and to work in a building that I don't want to work in. So it was just that continuation in that cycle, but it also brought together a lot of good content because it became more therapeutic for me to talk about the things that I talk about. But anyway, uh, at this time I, um, I would hang out with one of my old friends. I forgot where he was working at, but he had a job and I was doing what I was doing. And, uh, every Thursday or Friday, or maybe even Saturday, he would hit me up saying, yo, I'm about to come out there. So I'm like, all right, boom, we'll go out there, go to the, go to one of the bars or whatever. And, uh, we go to this bar walking distance. So it wasn't that big of a deal. It was actually during this type of weather. It wasn't snowing, but it was very cold, not twenty five degrees Fahrenheit, but pretty close. Um, so we go there, drinks, whatever. Go outside. We go. We go to the corner to smoke. The smoke half of this joint that I had. Because you know we're not trying to smoke that shit directly in front of a fucking bar. Plus, a lot of people that work there, they would go out. They would go out back for a cigarette anyway. So we weren't trying to get. Caught up in no bullshit. So we go to the corner of the smoke. We go back. Going towards the bar. Door. There's, a, there's a side door and a front door. We're going into the side door now. Hide up. Smelling like a fucking dead skunk. And um, one of the homeboys and shit that, that that be out here and shit. He used to be out here. His, uh, his birthday and shit was going on. He had a birthday party. So we go back inside to drink more. And, you know, him and this other nigga who we see, this nigga work at the fucking, he work at the quick stop. This nigga be having ducats. He came through in a bar, bought everybody Coronas and, and fireball shots. So I'm in there getting sauced, right? We go back outside for another cigarette. This is only after, like, 20 minutes, you know what I mean, of just drinking Coronas. And fucking fireball shots. I only had two fireball shots. I don't drink uh, whiskey like that. But fireball's not that bad. So I fucked with that. Boom. Couple shots of that. Uh, Coronas, I had like four of those. But we came in. We only bought one pitcher. We, We went in with one pitcher. Buying one pitcher. To being bought four beers and two shots. Facts. Right? So we go back outside. At this time, we fucked up. I'm fucked up, but I'm, but I'm still, I'm still in control. You feel me? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not staggering or anything. And there was this bitch. She was outside and she was smoking a cigarette, talking to whatever, whoever she was with. One of her uh, homegirls, whatever. Homegirl was all right, but you know, that's what attractive women, attractive women love to hang out with less attractive women. Because when they go into a group, they'll always be looked at as the center or the main attraction of the couple or, you know, mean girls. That's the first thing that comes to mind. People that heard of the movie Mean Girls, same same kind of idea. But. I'm noticing I'm talking to my boy, my boy is like, damn, near about to fucking fall over. He ends up going to the side, throwing up (laughs) like a fucking amateur and he comes back. But I notice this bitch is staring at me. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I have nothing. I'm fucked up to a point where I'm just saying to myself, why is this bitch staring at me? It's not that she wasn't attractive. It had nothing to do with that. It was just my paranoia. Like, what is this bitch looking at me for? Like after a while it became like, that's when I realized what the thousand cock stare was gentlemen. That's when you truly understand what a, what a thousand, the thousand cock. Stare. You understand where that comes from. The thousand cock stare is like when a woman is checking you out, she's like in a way she's like molesting you with her eyes. That's how this bitch was looking at me. So my homeboy even says something. He's like, yo, man, you know, this bitch? I'm like, yeah, I don't know who the fuck she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to figure out who the fuck this bitch is. One of my homeboys or one of the niggas that I grew up with in an area that I'm in, right? The military front, you know, the headquarters, um, the house, the head house, the house of representatives of the area and of the neighborhood. I pull him aside. I'm like, yo, who's that? He's like, oh, that's such a... I'm like, oh, it's one of them joints. So now I'm curious, right? Matter of fact, I'm more than curious. I'm almost excited. I'm like, damn, this bitch. So I'm not, I didn't say nothing to her because I know my boy told me about her. Therefore, I know her. I know of her now. You dig? That's how, that's how close the area is. That's how, that's how small the area is. You can't really do much without other people trying to know about it or other people taking notes on what you doing or the moves that you're making, right? It's one of those type of um it's one of those type of areas. You dig? So I'm like, all right. I'm brainstorming. My boy is looking at me like, yo, you gonna you gonna pull up? You gonna say something or what? I'm like, yo, nigga, shut the fuck up, man. This nigga all drunk. Just got done throwing up, man. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Then one of my other homeboys like this like, everybody everybody that I that I pretty much grew up with in my area was at that bar that night. So, like I had interactions with everybody that I used to interact with 10, 15 years ago. Uh, running around, playing tag. Um, running around, playing manhunt. Shit like this. You know what I mean? So, I'm having interactions. It's, it was a good time, but it was, like, too much. Because now I'm fucked up. I just got, we got done smoking a joint. After already drinking two, three beers in the shot, we go back in to drink more beer, more shot. Uh, I had another shot. He probably had three more shots. And this was from the homeboy that worked at the fucking quick stop. You heard? Hindu, Handu nigga came in. Boop, 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 boop. Everybody shots. Everybody beers. Everybody's fried. Everybody's fucked up. Okay. So I said, nah. I said to myself, I'm not even going to make a move. Because I know I know I know that I can set myself up for failure by doing that. By me approaching, I'm not I'm not gonna really I'm not gonna make that move. I'm gonna let that bitch continue to stare. And cause I know in her mind, she's she's waiting for that. Or she's waiting for me to say, who are you? or et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm gonna play dumb. So that was my tactic. I was gonna play dumb. Boom. I get back to my house the next day I get the friend request from that bitch. Right? So boom. Start talking there quickly. Boom. Right. Instantly I'm saying to myself, like, all right, you the one that that gave me the indicators of interest. So now I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what's up. You know what I mean? During that time. And we talking twenty, what, twenty nineteen? So what? Damn, twenty nineteen. That's three years ago, technically, two years ago, to be exact, to be to be real, two years ago. Um, I'm 31 years old. As a man who's 31 years old, he he understands what it is to be in his twenties and to go through those experiences with women in his twenties. He also understands that he is now 30. So that means finding women who are more capable of long-term characteristics more than the short term sexual type women. And that's what a lot of these bitches who are cock hopping and sport fucking, they don't understand that until it's way too late. It's it's way too late for those women. Now, these these basic like I said, these basic and average women. They're not they're not willing to look at themselves as such. Meanwhile, a man he's he's brutally honest with himself and other men. A lot of us are brutally honest. I'm a nigga that's I'm a nigga that's above average, making just at at that pinnacle of average money. Closer to forty one K. I'm not I'm not doing nothing major but for what I'm doing right now is something for what I'm doing right now compared to what I did last year, a couple of years ago, 3 years ago, max that's something. We talking a leap that's over. We talking a leap that's 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 close to 12. It's close to 12 dollars ahead from where I was just 3 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I I know that the progress I made going forward is me. So when a woman comes in with all of the expectations, I have to sit back and evaluate her and see where her fucking mind is at. Because then the simple question is, well, what do you bring to the table? Do you have anything to offer? What 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 are your goals long-term with a man? Tango down. they are not willing to have those conversations, though. That's too personal. But how much you make every year, right? How much money you make every year, your dick size, uh, shit, like I've I've heard like all of the funny ones. Your dick size, how much you make a year, what kind of car you drive—all of those things are acceptable. All those things are acceptable first conversation with a lot of women, and that should tell you that they're problematic. Worldwide web whorehounds at best. When you deal with modern women, and when you deal—matter of fact, let's 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 go completely on the opposite end. When you deal with men who are MGTOW you are dealing with men who've dealt with these bottom shelf Beckys, right? These bottom shelf Brenda's, these women who have nothing to offer, but they have attraction. And a lot of these men who are now MGTOW, they've went through circumstances where they themselves sent, well, where they themselves put themselves in a very fucked up situation that really didn't benefit them at all going forward. But at that particular time, They truly believed that that was the right thing to do. See, that's the sad part of a simp. See, a simp, most simps are, should I say, nice guys, because there is a connection between a nice guy and a simp. See, a nice guy may be one of those people who are genuinely nice. A simp is really just trying to pedestalize for some pussy. Or he's really trying to cheerlead for some peace lead. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. We're getting ready to wrap this motherfucking thing up, man. Like I said, everybody's simped. But anyway, with this bitch... <laughs> with this bitch, I ended up finding out... And so, anyway, we start talking, right? Fuck. We start talking. Like I said, this is two years ago. And, you know, basic conversations like It was getting very boring. And I was just trying to, like, set something up. So, I asked her, like, yo, how often do you go... To, you know, the bar or whatever. She's like, oh, well, you know, I usually go every weekend. So I'm like, all right, red flag. I was red pill aware enough to say that's a red flag, but I ignored it like an idiot because I'm a fucking dumbass. I ignored it two years ago. Close to three now, but I said, fuck it. That doesn't matter. All right. So, uh, yeah, what are you doing this weekend? You trying to, you know, grab a couple of drinks or whatever. She's like, all right. Yeah, yeah, I'll hit you up. I'm like, all right, cool. Boom. Friday came, Saturday came, Sunday came, bitch never hit me up. So I'm like, oh, man, that's that's rough. So I said to myself, well, what can I do to prove that I'm worth more than what this bitch thinks? Like a bitch that can really look at you as a man and say, you know what? I'm going to tell him I'm going to do this, but I just really want him out of here. Or I'm going to give him a number that's not mine. Or I'm going to set something up and not show up. That's what a lot of these bitches do. So I, I'm i brainstorming. I'm saying to myself, all right, how can I completely shut this bitch down? I said, simple. I blocked her. Boom. Access denied. <laughs> now when you try to get on and say, or, or if you're bored or you just want to see what the fuck I'm doing just to fuck with me or just to come up with some excuse why you couldn't do it, you're not going to be able to reach me. See? I've, I've, I've grasped control over that situation. So during that time, I'm living my life, still working at the job that I hated, still hanging out with my boy every now and then, but we started drifting apart because, you know, I was going in a direction where I was actually getting possibilities of going back to my old job and possibly making more money and all this other shit. All these other possibilities came up that really turned to shit later on. But I was still doing all this, and I remember I was going to uh, I was going to meet up with my homeboy at the bar and walking to the bar or whatever, and I see these group of bitches walking back, but they're walking on the opposite end across the street, and it was just weird. I don't know why I pointed it out. It was just like it was a it was like a bunch of weird looking like gothic chicks. You know what I mean? Some of them were bad though. Smashable. It's a worthy mention. I don't know why I said that, but anyway, I'm walking to the bar. I meet up with this nigga. We like, yo. So we trying to drink. He's like, ah, you know, little this, little that, whatever. I'm like, all right, you can drink the liquor, whatever. You know, I'm going in. I'm just going to get a picture of Yingling. You know what I mean? So I know a picture of Yingling. That's like three for me. Boom. I'm straight. We weren't going to chill there for for that long. I think that was like the following Saturday of when this bitch kind of, you know, played a nigga and ghosted a nigga or whatever. So, I go in there. We sitting down. We drinking, and my boy, he's like nudging me, but I I don't know if, you know, like when you're sitting close to a motherfucker, when they moves, you get it. You get hit. So he kept hitting me. So I thought he was like scratching his leg or some shit. So I look over. I'm like, what, man? He he looks across, and it's the same bitch on the other side of the bar looking at me same way. So I was like, man, I'm not talking to that bitch. I didn't even look back at her. When I noticed she was looking the first time, I just went right back to the conversation I was having with my homeboy. Matter of fact, I was just coming up with conversation just to pull dominance within that situation. Well, you're not going to get me to approach you ever. It doesn't matter because a lot of women, they'll have all these deep, dark, genuine conversations and shit with you online, and then they become a fucking paper bag. Personality of a paper bag when you meet them face to face, it doesn't matter how attractive they are. And see, with me, at age thirty three, I'm like looking beyond attraction, but I still want an attractive woman. It's just, all right, are you problematic or are you presentable, are are you reasonable, or are you confrontational? There's, there's, there's all there's a lot of things that gets brought up into the questioning when it comes to modern women that goes beyond attraction. Cause like I said. You got average five and below refrigerator-shaped bitches, dog-shed bitches, um, doghouse-shaped bitches. These bitches look like fucking um, linebackers talking about they want high-quality, high-value men. But these are low-value, high-expectation women who are problematic at best and who bring absolutely nothing to the table. Do not simp over these women, gentlemen. Do not simp over these women. We are just under two hours, and I'm pretty much wrapping this motherfucker up. This is going to be a nice, quick one to upload. So therefore, this will be uploaded tonight, which is Sunday, which is the 30th. I got money in my pocket. I got weed on me. I'm finna get high. finna play video games. Um, probably, probably smoke again. Probably get high some more. Um, and play just, it's like 730 right now. So I have, I have just enough time to um, smoke and play video games until I just crash out. And then I pretty much wake up. I wake up the next day and I essentially start my work week. The roads are a lot clearer. The people have done uh, a remarkable job. Not just the people that work for the city, a lot of the rednecks, and I do mean rednecks. um, These are Caucasians, um, southern-looking Caucasians with Ford pickup trucks, Dodge pickup trucks, big-body pickup trucks, and plows. So, at least my commute this week shouldn't be bad. Hopefully, it doesn't snow as much as it did previously We've gotten just about I would say we've gotten more than or just about uh, not even just about more or more than four to six inches, I would say. And this morning, like I said earlier, between eight and eleven, we were pretty much out there as early as possible because we knew eventually the sun was going to come out. So I figured he figured my coworker figured and I figured if we were able to knock this out before 10 will be good. So, you know, not too much property to really shovel. Plus he had the snowblower. So it was really simple shit. It was just very cold. I think we were dealing with uh, 15, 15 Fahrenheit this morning. For what I can remember, about 830, 15 degrees Fahrenheit. And I was, I was more blown away by number one, it was so much snow, but it wasn't ice. It wasn't really slush. It was mostly powder. So it was easy shit to show. And we were able to knock that shit out before 11. So he said he was he pretty much paying us for six hours and just three hours of work. I was like, cool, we'll take that. Boom, left. I was supposed to start this podcast a long time ago. My original plan was 3 p.m., I found out that I had gotten my money, I found out that I got paid, so I was like, cool. Took my money out, had to put gas in the car, because my gas was on fucking E, literally, about less than 50 miles away from completely uh, losing gas. Put gas in my car, took a dummy mission, in which I'm never taking that again, and because of that, I probably lost a uh, connection, but I personally don't give a shit at that point, you know. If you have a person travel two times and you're upset that a person's upset that they travel two times because you said, come see them in 30 minutes and you actually show up later than 30 minutes because of the commute and you're not around. Yeah, I yeah. A lot of fuckery that 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 kind of prevented me from doing this earlier, a lot earlier and in a lot suitable fashion than now because I'm kind of shivering. So I'm getting ready to wrap this shit up, man. You guys already know what it is, man. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. We're going to come back into this bitch with the same energy, probably 24 hours, 24 hours from now, 7.30. It's about 7.30 right now. So 7.30 tomorrow night, we're going to continue this discussion and come up with a lot more discussions and a lot more topics. Tomorrow is Manosphere, or Manosphere Monday. So we're going to come up with some videos, some clips, some fresh and fit clips. I actually wanted to point out uh, a lot of things from the Fresh and Fit Tommy Sotomayor interview, which was, in my opinion, one of the favorite clips or one of the favorite interviews that I've seen in its entirety on the Fresh and Fit uh, podcast. But we're going to get into that and a lot more shit. But in the meantime, and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party podcast signing out. Peace. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.